Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for our trending stories brought to you by DirectBuyers.com, the hassle-free way to sell your home at a fair price in 10 days or fewer. DirectBuyers.com. What else is going on? Time for What's Happening. Only four hurricanes on record have made landfall in the U.S. at Category 5 strength. And Ian landed as a Category 3 on Cuba. He's moved on since, but they say that the Tampa to Orlando could get 25 to 35 inches of rain. Uh, they said most recently Hurricane Michael, it was, made landfall near Mexico Beach, Florida at uh, in 2018. $25 billion in damages. The, they're not pulling any punches in terms of the descriptions of this. Governor Ron DeSantis said that this is going to be catastrophic and life-threatening if you are in that area. Uh, specifically around Tampa, St. Pete is what they're looking at uh, in terms of the the heaviest damage. CDC, as we mentioned, no longer recommends universal masking in health facilities. So there you have it. It, That is unless the facilities are in areas of high COVID-19 transmission. Uh, That's not going to be a thing. I was just reading that part. I was reading it in my head for some reason. Uh I thought you could hear that. I did. And I think you did a great job. Thank you. Karen Bass what I did there. is in the news. <laughs> uh, Rick Caruso's campaign has released a new ad called Church of Karen. Oh, his, by the way, that ad buy that he made is everywhere. everywhere. Uh, it takes a speech that she gave back in in 2010 at a Church of Scientology event and cuts it up with negative headlines about the controversial church. She says during the speech, this day and this new Church of Scientology is an exciting moment because I know your goal and your commitment is truly to make a difference. Um, She says that she was never aware of the dark cloud over Scientology, at least not in 2010, and would not have given the speech if she had been. How do you not know that there's a dark cloud around the Church of Scientology? Even if it was 12 years ago, there's always been a dark cloud. If not for the uh, potential abuse that's been alleged by former members now, it's that they were telling, they were demanding, um, they were demanding complicity when it comes to if you leave the church, you are never to speak of it again. Lynette Romero is trending, as we told you about the de- uh, the, the drama over at KTLA, with L- Lynette Romero saying she wanted weekends free to spend time with her family, and they said no, and she took off, and then Mark Mester went on the air and did this five-minute diatribe about management, and he got fired. Well, she has found a new home on NBC4, joining the morning broadcast team there on Channel 4. Good for her the end of my story and then finally it looks like Alanis Morissette Travis Barker Miley Cyrus 
among those who have signed up for the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert in uh, here in L.A. Gene Simmons, Joan Jett, all of them, more than 50 artists in total, they say, are going to be taking part. They want this to be a cathartic six-hour celebration focusing on the theme of family. The tr- concert tickets and merchandise sales will benefit charities chosen by Taylor's family, uh, music support, and music cares, according to the band's website. The first concert took place September 3rd at Wembley. Uh, tonight's show's got... You all right? Yeah, sorry. Tonight's show started at the uh, Kia Forum. Uh, will start at about 7 o'clock. Tickets are sold out. They say that the uh, concert will be live-streamed on Paramount+. Plus. Before we get to that, I have two things to play for you. Oh, First of all, okay. we have about, uh, something about the news and brews coming Hey, up. this is Renee from Huntington Beach, and tomorrow is my birthday. And to celebrate my birthday, I'm taking the day off Thursday to come hang out with you guys at News and Brews. I love it. I am so excited. Looking forward to seeing you. Bye. Okay, Renee. See you, Renee, on Thursday. That's exciting. Happy early birthday. We're going to be at the News and Brews, uh, which is the BJ's Restaurant and Brew House in Huntington Beach on Beach Boulevard for all of that stuff. And now we know we're going to be there for Renee's birthday as well. Mm. And then this. Hi, Shannon and Layla. I love your voices. Beautiful, strong female voices. A great laugh and such a good sense of humor. I absolutely love hearing you. Those of us who have nasally voices, we appreciate you a lot. So thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. That's nice. I think she had a very nice voice. I, I didn't hear nasally, nasally at all. all. That's, so That's very funny. nice. Thank you. Yeah. But no shout out to Gary. No, none at all. I don't need any. That's fine. I'll, I'll give you a shout out. I enjoy your voice. It doesn't annoy me. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> give you another hour or so. And... <laughs> the royal family made a major announcement today regarding Queen Elizabeth's period of mourning. It's over, y'all. It is over. We're done. No more ceremony. No more traipsing the body in the box through all the lands, the highlands, the lowlands. No more Westminster Abbey. So it's only appropriate that we reach out because, you know, nobody else is anymore. Liz, is this a Ouija board? Did did this thing work? Are you there, Liz? Where are you? Jacob, do we have her potted up? Oh, that was very faint. Oh, you sound a little bit... um, a little weaker. Uh, that's what happens after you die. You lose a little bit of energy. I'm just kidding with you. I'm never, of course I'm not dead. I'm just feeling lonely. Is this like a Tupac thing? Are you on Fiji? What's going on? What do you mean you're not dead? Well, I just, I'm in the box. I'm just not, you know, entirely without life, shall we say. What was that like, being traipsed around all hell's half acre with all the ceremony and Charles and all of it? dear me. I I will tell you this. The wonderful thing is I was on my back once again the entire time. Reminded me of a wonderful afternoon in Balmoral Castle with Prince Philip about two years ago. 
You know, I was thinking about you earlier today, Liz, because we were doing a story about boudoir pics, and uh, there was a couple over here. They got divorced, and the husband wanted the wife's boudoir pics that she had gifted him earlier on in their marriage, and the judge actually sided with the husband. And I was thinking, I bet Liz has, like, a bevy of boudoir pics. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say a bevy, but there were a few moments... Um... I want to say the year must have been 1988, and Philip had, you know, after a roll in the hay at one point, he had said that he'd wanted to remember what my beautiful body looked like. He, by the way, was uh, the first one who told John Mayer that my body was a wonderland, and he asked if I would, you know, ask the royal photog to put together a nice, um, uh, steamy set of pictures. So, um, all of that to say, there do exist some pictures of me with some of my corgis in very strategic positions so as not to show the royal, you know, hotspots. Those were good doggies, by the way. Wonderful, wonderful animals. Uh. Gosh, it takes a special woman to bring her pets into her naked pictures. And just the right size, I might add. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you miss the most? Oxygen. Oxygen mostly. I mean, you know, being in a box and <laughs> it's just a little hard every once in a while to catch a breath. But lots of sleeping. I don't. Um, I don't mind that. It's very relaxing. Ooh, you know what I miss? Gin. Specifically, aviation gin. That American gin that that young actor used to put together. What's it? Uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds, right? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That was his name. That man had a bottom like a ripe apple. That was number one with a bullet, I believe you, you mentioned. Number one with a bullet. Yes. <laughs> Do so, whatever you want. Make as many bad movies as you want. I would eat that apple. So, are... What? <laughs> I'm speaking of Ryan Reynolds again. You'd eat it? You'd sure. eat his bottom? Yes, his whole apple, the whole thing. Oh. Well, you've been talking about this Jeffrey Dahmer character and all the meals that he would make out of people, and I figured I'd just jump on. I'm trying to stay relevant, you know. Well, I really uh, appreciate your time, and I appreciate your valuing our friendship enough to where you can reach out from the box. Well, you can call me any time, you know, not doing much. Schedule is uh, wide open, mostly, for the next, you know, eternity or so. All right, wonderful. Thanks, Liz. Ta-ta. That was oddly cathartic. Felt good talking to her since she passed, you know? Felt nice. Is that the music that plays in her coffin? Oh, is yeah. That the music in heaven? Oh, I don't know. Good question. Very ethereal. Very, very, like, very much so. Otherworldly organ. Uh, all right. Why do you always uh, go to the bathroom? Why do you always go to the bathroom when we chat? Well, there comes a time in a boy's life when he well, does you have did, to you, pee pee. You put down that whole wheat bagel this morning. So no, no, no. I knew you were going to need some kind of bathroom it was time. This one. It was my mm. one gallon of water. Ah. Yes. All right. Twelve thirty. We dig into Washington. The swamp is horrible. So government doesn't work. Come on, man. 
can make this like a, a reality TV show. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Always a pleasure to be anywhere from Washington, D.C. Hey, Joe. Hey, Esther. <laughs> a town all too clearly built on a swamp, and in so many ways, still a swamp. That's a bunch of malarkey. Somebody said, drain the swamp. I said, oh, that's so hokey. Keep yapping, man. Swamp watch. You know the thing. Congress has just a few days to avert a fast-approaching government shutdown at the end of the week. To Washington we go now, where we find Faith Abube. Faith, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. So uh, we've got a few days. Is there, uh, is there any light at the end of this uh, very shortened tunnel now when it comes to averting a uh, government shutdown? Well, a lot of people are certainly hoping so, and uh, we'll get a better idea within the next couple of hours when there's um, a test vote taken in the Senate to figure out whether this bill will actually pass. Uh, the big issue that's you know holding this up is basically embroiled in political drama, right? It has to do with a bill that Senator Joe Manchin, uh, the Democrat from West Virginia, is pushing for, and it, that bill is attached to this short-term um, funding bill. And basically, it's a, a permitting, a, a, an energy permitting um, a reform policy. Basically, what it does is through the permitting process for a big energy project, it usually takes five to 10 years, but it cuts it down to about two and a half years. And this is a deal that Manchin and Schumer made back in the summer when Democrats were trying to get votes for their Inflation Reduction Act. Um, Senator Schumer and Manchin, they made this deal that he would vote for that uh, Inflation Reduction Act, and then this bill, his bill, uh, the permitting process reform bill, would be attached to the spending, uh, funding bill. Well, fast forward to now, and now there's some pushback from both some of the progressive Democrats as well as uh, Republicans right now. They don't want this mansion bill attached at all to the short-term funding bill. And so there's this back and forth that's going on. Senator Manson has spent hours on the phone trying to get some support for it, and so far it doesn't appear to be working. And so we'll get a better idea of whether um, this will actually move along uh, within the next few hours when that test vote goes through. Doesn't it just sound exhausting the way they continually fight with each other every day? Even when there's a deal in place, it's never really, uh, it's never really a done deal until it's all said and done. I think that what the progressive Democrats are basically frustrated about is the fact that, you know, this deal between Manchin and Schumer it was made, you know, privately. Um, they didn't know the details of it. They were aware that there was a deal that was struck. They didn't know what the details were until now. And so, uh, for example, uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, he says that, you know, if this Manchin energy permit reform policy goes through, that it basically would undo a lot of the progress they were trying to make with the Inflation Reduction Act, with all the clean energy investments that they wanted to make. But some people have pointed out that if that it does go through, it could potentially also mean that some renewable energy projects, projects could go through faster as well. Uh, on the Republican side, they're expressing frustration that Manchin was able to blindside them uh, in the summer. They thought that Manchin wasn't going to vote with the Democrats for the Inflation Reduction Act. And then last minute, he ended up doing so and giving the Democrats a win. And, of course, we're uh, you know just weeks away from a midterm election. And so they're trying not to give Manchin another win. But also there is an identical bill, which goes much far farther uh, to Manchin's bill that they think, you know, would be better. And so there's this back and forth. And at this point, you know, Chuck Schumer just, it doesn't appear that he has the votes uh, if this 
energy permitting reform policy is attached, there is an option for him to actually take it out and get this passed because at the end of the day, neither Democrats nor Republicans want the government to shut down at midnight on Friday. And so there is potentially that option on the table for him. But, yeah, the clock is ticking and they have, I guess, less than three legislative days left now to get this done. Okay, so I've seen reports that Tim Kaine, Democrat out of Virginia, Bernie Sanders, independent, obviously, from Vermont, that those two also oppose. So if they can't get all the those that caucus with the Democrats and obviously Republicans are against it. Is there a chance they scuttle the the mansion add on to this and simply do a standalone stopgap spending measure to avoid this shutdown? And that, that is certainly what the Republicans, as well as those senators you just mentioned, um, that is certainly something that they're they're hoping will happen. They hope that you know Schumer would say, "Hey, we tried." Here's the test vote that shows you that, you know, we tried getting your deal through the deal that I made with you in the summer. I tried making it happen and we just can't let this government shut down. And so we have to let it go for now and get this, um, you know, avert a shutdown. That is a real possibility. Schumer hasn't said at this point whether that is what he's planning to do. And uh, we're hoping maybe you have something to say after the test vote, because at this point, based on what we're seeing, the movements and all the talk that, that that's happening here in Washington, it appears that this test vote will likely fail, which wouldn't be a good thing for that energy reform policy. Um, and, of course, for the stopgap measure as well, which needs to pass again before midnight on Friday. Yay. Faith, thank you for the <laughs> clarification. Appreciate it. Thank you. Faith Abube there live in Washington, D.C. for ABC News. The committee investigating last year's Capitol attack is postponing its hearing that's set for tomorrow. In a tweet, the panel confirmed it's being moved as Hurricane Ian bears down on Florida. They say a new date will be announced soon. Tweet said the committee is praying for the safety of all of those in the storm's path. This was to be its final, possibly final hearing tomorrow uh, they want to get testimony again from Ginny thomas the wife of supreme court justice clarence thomas and former speaker of the house newt gingrich but members were skeptical those interviews would be completed before wednesday now we know that they have not been and uh, we will focus on a new date when we get it um outside of swamp watch one of the local stories that we have been following this is not getting any better uh we've been telling you about the amber alert from yesterday uh, where a man was accused of shooting and killing his wife, kidnapping his 15-year-old daughter. Apparently, there was a 911 call. The vehicle was spotted in Barstow. There was a chase and a shootout. According to the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department, they received that 911 call about the truck in Amber Alert. Deputies responded. Uh, the, the man ran, so the pursuit ensued there. Chase ensued. Suspect fired multiple shots out of the rear window of the truck. The vehicle became disabled in Hesperia. Uh, another tweet from the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Office from just a couple minutes ago. A deputy-involved shooting occurred, and the suspect and passenger were struck by gunfire. Oh, no. The male suspect is deceased at the scene. The female passenger was transported to an area hospital. I-15 at Main Street, you've been hearing this over and over again, is shut down, is expected to remain closed uh, as they continue to process that scene. You can tell from the images that we've seen from some of these news helicopters, the truck itself is pointed the wrong way. It's on the right-hand shoulder, and it's on the it's pointed the wrong way on the road. Um, there also appears to be evidence of 
um, paramedic work. Uh, there's stuff yeah. all over the, the roadway where they would have taken, we believe, uh, would have been the 15-year-old daughter uh, if she was the passenger. They would have done work on her to get her to an ambulance and then obviously to the uh, uh, to the hospital. We don't know her exact condition other than that she has been transported, according to the San Bernardino County Sheriff. So we'll bring you updates when we get them. All right. We continue on with Swamp Watch. And CNN published an article about a very revealing Donald Trump quote about why he ran for president. Trump, in an interview with The New York Times, is Maggie Haberman for her forthcoming book, Confidence Man, The Making of Donald Trump and the Breaking of America. He revealed the why behind his past and likely future bids for the nation's highest office. He told Maggie Haberman, the question I get asked more than any other question, if you had to do it again, would you have done it? The answer is, yeah, I think so, because here's the way I look at it. I have so many rich friends and nobody knows who they are. The way that that's being interpreted is, according to Chris Eliza, they um, wrote this up for uh, CNN, that the key motivation was for him to be well known. No, that's not what that meant. To me, that's not what that meant. To me, it means I have a lot of backers that are anonymous or that you don't even know how many people are giving me money kind of a thing. Yeah, and I don't know if it's described if for some reason Maggie Haberman only put out that sentence, if for some reason there were follow-ups that she said, do you mean it's because they're rich and anonymous and you wanted to be rich and famous? I mean, it, there's no. He was known around the world. Yes, it doesn't make there, sense. This, there was no way he didn't have name recognition. Yes, the guy has a ridiculous ego. Look but at the that, amount of money he makes off the Trump name alone because yeah, it's so recognizable. That wouldn't make any sense. No. Um, Liz Cheney continues to talk uh, to fuel um, to fuel speculation that she's going to run independently. She has suggested that when she lost her White House primary. Uh, it's somebody you know that's in I know. Commercial. That's why I did this. Oh. No, no, not that one. There's oh. another person in there. Oh. <laughs> There's a commercial on TV that... Anyway, uh, when Liz Cheney lost her house primary, uh, she had said that she was going to possibly run at 2024, uh, for in 2024. But how would she run? As an independent... Um, she, according to veteran Republican strategist Doug Hay, she's going to be one of the most prominent voices in politics over the coming years, regardless of being in Congress or not. Um, she said, if he, being Donald Trump, she said, I'm going to make sure Donald Trump is going to do everything I can. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure he's not the nominee. And she said, if he's the nominee, I won't be a Republican, which, to be honest, I don't think is a threat that a lot of people are listening to and are afraid of. Um, because does a does a Republican or obviously after that does uh, an independent from Wyoming get enough, I don't know, groundswell of support to make a difference in any of that? The other story that we came out uh, that we saw come out was, according to a report about Ron DeSantis, he privately calls Donald Trump a moron. And effing nuts. Now, DeSantis used to be a member of the House Freedom Caucus before he beat ex-Tallahassee Mayor Andrew Gilliam 
uh, Gillum to become uh, governor, and there re- the relationship between Trump and DeSantis started to uh, fray, shall we say. Well, keep in mind, Ron DeSantis graduated from Yale and Harvard Law. So he travels in different circles than Trump does. Yes, very much so. Um, so, uh, P.S., this hurricane is work is going to work out really well for Ron DeSantis. So that and I a- hate to say that, but it's true. It's an excellent point because he is so high profile right now, and this is the biggest story and will be for the next yeah. week and a half or he two weeks. He is going to be center stage, and how he handles this is going to be huge. I did notice something today. President Biden was talking at the White House. He was talking about the uh, co- lowering the cost of health care in certain instances and specifics. But he started his remarks by talking about what was going on in Florida and what he's done, what the president has done. He said he has called people in Florida but specifically mentioned mayors of Sarasota, mayor of Tampa, mayor of St. Petersburg, et cetera, as they get ready for what's going to be the brunt of the storm. Not once did he say he contacted the governor of the state of Florida, which. Usually you would. You've got to. You cannot do you. This is not when you play politics. Well, I mean, the campaign ads write themselves after Ron DeSantis makes himself the Rudy Giuliani of this disaster, unfortunately. Coming up next, we will get an update on Ian, where the trouble is now and where it is headed right here on Gary and Shannon. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.